Welcome to Poetry, the okay. podcast where we try to talk about poetry, try to understand poetry. I always forget. We know how to talk about it. Right. We're, we're doing it. We're we doing talk. the talking. Yeah. Yeah. We don't know if we understand. We don't. Which understand. we do. No, I do understand, actually. I understand a lot of things. I don't um, understand it until I talk to you. And then I'm like, oh, maybe I do. I understand what I want to understand. And the things that I don't understand are not for me to know. That sounded so, like, defensive. <laughs> I, 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 well, that's because I am defensive. Last episode of this of the season. Season. And I thought it would be nice for us to reflect on what we've learned over the many months. Huh? I love a good reflection. You do? Okay. Well, like looking in a mirror, let us reflect ourselves. Did you have questions? Okay. (laughs) (sighs) I'm not the poet here. Okay. Well, okay. In our last episode, I'm so curious because you said, and I quote, Poetry is so hard for me. Mm. Is that true? It is true. Uh, Why is that true? I think poetry is a little bit intimidating. Even after doing these podcast episodes with you, it's still like a little bit like this experience has been really comforting because I've had someone to like hold my hand while I do something that's a little bit intimidating. Um, And we can kind of like wade through the mud together um, as we try to figure out what's going on and I feel like you know we're not side by side I feel like you've been leading me through this journey so it's it feels like really nice when you have like a mentor or someone who like kind of knows the way to lead you through but yeah it still is it's poetry is still really hard for me I think um, what I said before about like oh you know I don't know if I would approach poetry at all if I were trying to attempt it alone, I think that's still completely true. Mm-hmm. I think that no one is holding my hand. And so it does make me a little concerned if I'm the one guiding. <laughs> I'm holding your hand. Oh, well, you made it seem like I was leading you. Are you I also know, but, leading me? No, but you're holding my hand and I'm support. I'm following you. But no one's holding my hand. I'm to, holding your to hand. To lead me. Yeah, but I'm holding your hand from behind to give you comfort and solace. Okay. I guess you're doing that. Ugh. Maybe not right now, but... <laughs> what are the questions you got? Well, my other question was whether or not you felt less intimidated by poetry. Oh, the answer is no. Really? Yeah. Why are we doing this? <laughs> well, I don't feel any less intimidated by poetry but I have really enjoyed this experience you know like I love doing things that are hard like there's nothing more satisfying to me than doing something that is like beyond my ability and like doing it Mm -hmm. you know it's done and nobody died I don't know if it was good but I enjoyed it I learned stuff I love learning stuff and I love doing things that are hard Mm. so this was a very satisfying experience for me even if poetry is still intimidating i was hoping you would be less intimidated no okay (laughs) sorry the reason why i want you to feel less intimidated is because well one i think that that is even if we didn't state it outright initially i think that's in part our goal is to make it less intimidating 
for people who might be intimidated by poetry or might um or maybe not even intimidated but just like like disinterested or something you know um so i mean i guess like your your interest level seems to have have gone up i think for sure maybe yeah for me like my goal with this podcast is not necessarily to make it less intimidating um i was gonna say or more accessible but i think part of it is making it more accessible like i think i didn't realize before that when i read a poem and tried to understand it that it would have so much relevance to me and it would bring up so Mm. many stories like I think that's one thing that's really surprised me through this process is like all of the different stories that it brought up about Mm -hmm. my family or my childhood or our friendship or our romantic lives yeah like it is like an incredibly powerful medium to be able to bring out all of those different stories yeah and you didn't have that relationship with poetry before I didn't have that. I mean, I didn't have any relationship with poetry before, but you know, if I want one thing for listeners, it's for them to understand like, oh, you can have a lot of fun with poetry. You know, like it is hard and it can be intimidating to like pick up a book of poetry and try to like understand what's going on. But maybe, you know, like it's something that you should do with a friend, you know, maybe it's something that you should read to a lover and like ask, you know, what did that bring up for you? Um, and that can be a really fun experience. It doesn't have to be this like esoteric, like, you know, we sit in yeah. our mahogany library with a scotch, you know, like it can be fun because we've had a lot of fun. I've had a lot of fun. I've had so much fun. I should have maybe started with this, but what were your intentions going in? I think my intention going in was to be less intimidated by poetry. Uh, that didn't happen, but that's okay. <laughs> My intention, no one asked me, but my intention. Oh, sorry. What was your intention going in? Well, let me start over. Give me some silence. What was your intention coming in? My intention was just to spend time with my friend and be distracted from, um, or to have, not distracted, but to have something concrete and positive to focus on at the moment um, while I experience a, this huge shift in my life. And this was the culmination for me of a long time dream of starting my own podcast, which I always wanted to do, even though it was your idea, it never would have occurred to me to do it. And so I got to live out my podcast fantasy. Gosh. It was great. I'm so happy. Was it a good distract? Or I guess you, you retracted distraction. Yeah, distraction is not the right word. But like, I needed something like I think I cut out all of the times where I mentioned my illness in the podcast. And so maybe this will be like a big reveal <laughs> in this last episode. But I have like a a sometimes very severe, uh, but certainly very debilitating cognitive impairment that makes it really hard for me to think and talk and read and do all the things that you need to do to have a podcast about poetry. And so I needed to find a way to re-engage with the things that I liked that were challenging for me, like like physically challenging for me without like the pressure of it being like work like I still Mm. you know there are some things that I still have difficulty doing and like the more dense something is the harder it is for me to do like the more intense focus so like for example the the keeping things whole episode where I was doing a lot of abstract thinking and required a lot of focus uh, I had an energy crash that lasted like a couple of weeks um, after that and so you know like so the the stakes were not 
pie, but they, there were stakes involved for me, you know? And, and I mean, there are in, in terms of like my experience of doing this with an illness, it allowed me to focus on doing these challenging things that would actually for me be very intimidating and come at them from a place of like joy and excitement, which really does, which, which makes all the difference. Because if I was coming at it from like a place of stress, like this is something that I had to do, it was work or something like that. I don't think I would have progressed as much um, with my health. So yeah, it was like, it was just like a, it was like a positive place for me to put my, my energy. Um, because even though I have to like rest and stuff, but I, I also want to rest generatively, creatively. And this is a part of that for me. So it felt, it felt restful and generative, even though it was like exhausting. It wasn't, I didn't, I, I, I didn't allow it to be exhausting. It couldn't become exhausting or else I just wouldn't be able to do it. Um, but it was, it, it was, it was restful. It, it, it's the kind of like, when I think of rest, you know, I think of like not doing anything. And I think like a better way for me to think of rest, like moving forward is like doing the things that just bring me into a state of ease. Mm. Like this is, um, or at least depending on how I approach, I, I approach it, it can be a thing that brings me into a state of ease. Not like if I'm like rushing to like, oh, I got to get this out by the state or whatever that's not useful you know right that, yeah. that, i'm surprised like this has been like it felt like joyful and easeful even though it has been a ton of work and you know i've only put in like a quarter of the work that you've put in because you've done all of the editing a lot of the research all the actually hosting the podcast um all of the like administrative pieces of putting together the podcast but you know, even with just like doing maybe a quarter of the lift, it's been so much work. It is a um, lot of work. Yeah. But it's like at the same time, it's felt like something I look forward to rather mm -hmm. than like a slog. Yeah. I think as long as it doesn't, as long as it doesn't become a slog, I think I'd like to keep doing it. Yeah. Um, and then the moment it becomes a slog for either one of us, we should immediately pack it, pack it up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Get out of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's how, that's how I felt as well. Like it, it was a lot of work. I mean, I, I'm not working right now, so it's different for me, but like, you know, it was a lot of work that I really wanted to do. Mm. Um, even for the, I think like 20 people <laughs> that have listened to it. <laughs> um, we love you 20 people. We love you 20 people. But uh, yeah. So, I mean, that wasn't necessarily my intention. It wasn't like, oh, I need something positive to like focus on while I'm getting my health back on track. Um, but that became part of it over time I think initially my intention was just yeah my intention was just to spend time with my friend it was just an excuse to see you and talk to you I just um you know I thought I, I thought I was like pulling one over on you <laughs> like she thinks we're doing a podcast but actually we're just doing friendship <laughs> and she doesn't know it the same way that I don't understand poetry I don't understand friendship so <laughs> you get the gist but not the <laughs> <laughs> not the actual steps that we need to take um do you have a favorite poem from this season oh you know what i'm gonna go on and answer the question yeah um because i do not have a favorite poem from this season mm. because they're all already my favorite poems <laughs> <laughs> i just chose the poems that i liked and um there are pretty much all of them i i connected with in different ways like in new ways by talking to the, talking to you about them um, but there's not one that stands out as like, oh, yes, this is the one that I love the most because I really do love all of these poems. And I'm um, I think I my favorite my favorite poem is 
the poem we made by choosing to do this podcast together. That was so Don't gross. Scowl. Am I, that was come on. So gross. The poem we made together. No. I don't know why, but it just makes it sound like we had sex. It's just <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> not that I'm disgusted by having sex with you. That's not well, what it I sounds meant, like you like, absolutely no, are. It's not, that's not what it is. What's my favorite poem? The poem of friendship. That comes from making a podcast together about poetry. Do you have more questions? What's your favorite poem? Oh, right. I forgot. Ooh, okay. I think my favorite poem might have been homage to my hips for two reasons. One, because it challenged me to read in a way that was like maybe a little bit sassy and like it was a, it was a bit of a challenge for me, um, which I liked. I think I rose to that challenge. <laughs> and the second reason I like that one was because I feel like we had like a bit of a confrontation, like a bit of a disagreement during that mm-hmm. poem. And I liked that. I liked that disagreement. I think it's just nice to like have a very stark difference of opinion. I don't actually think our difference of opinion was all that stark, but I but I agree. I mean, I I I do think it's nice to not see eye to eye and experience mm-hmm. that in a way that is like because it didn't feel like a conflict, you know, it felt, it felt like no. we just didn't agree, you know? Well, yeah, yeah. I think it was like born very much out of like us having very different life experiences and yeah. therefore perspectives. And so mm-hmm. we were like, oh, I saw it from this direction. You're like, oh, I saw it from this direction. Yeah. yeah. It, it wasn't a conflict, yeah. but it, I thought it was like a really good discussion that maybe we don't always it have. Was. I think, yeah. A lot of our discussions are like, oh yeah, I see that. Or like, yeah. you know, it's very like complimentary. Yeah. Uh, complementary you know like mm-hmm. we were kind of like riffing off of each other's ideas mm-hmm. um and not so much like yeah i don't, I don't see that yeah that yeah i agree yeah 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 um no i disagree <laughs> just kidding yeah we should disagree with each other more often i think i disagree well, with I you all the time in life i think so too you're very combative i am i yeah Thank you. Sometimes I'm, just I'm trying. For effect. Sometimes, yeah, usually for effect. Yeah, I don't think I'm, I'm. I'm actually combative. Anything? Was there anything that surprised you? Actually, what surprised me the most is that I had any thoughts on any of these poems at all. And it turns out I had a lot of thoughts because I you have a so lot much. of you have a lot of thoughts on everything. I know. Is it hard to be friends with me? You're like um. Uh, I do not like this comparison, but I was going to say pinky in the brain and you're like the brain in your pinky. I'm not pinky. I'm not. What pinky. a way to insult both of us. I know. I don't like it. Let me think of a better one. No, you just like very, you just have a lot of ideas. Like I've never met someone who just has so, well, this is what I was saying in the intro, right? Like I, I truly did not mean it as a drag because like you just have so many ideas. You have so many ideas that they cannot queue up in an orderly fashion. (laughs) That's interesting. So, you know, my big, my big reservation about doing the podcast was that I didn't want to like venture into an area that I didn't know a lot about. Um, Coming from an academic background where you're supposed to master a subject and then, and then only after you've mastered it, do you go out and then start to, you know, like add to it with your own ideas and then like share that and stuff. And For me, 
it's really scary to put myself in a position where like, like I, I know something about poetry because I've been reading poetry for, you know, for a really long time, but like, I've never studied it formally. I'm definitely not an expert. Um, and I, like early on, I thought about like, there was, there was something, um, there was one poem we were talking about where I was going to like, look at this like academic article to talk about it. And I was like, no, like, I, I don't want to have this relationship with it. I, I don't have a degree in English or comp lit or anything like that. This, is, this isn't my area. And so I just have to kind of put it out there that like, I know what I know. And I don't know any more than that. <laughs> and, um, and I can't so like, as long as everyone knows that isn't and is on board, then and you you helped me feel a little bit more comfortable with that. Because um, I don't remember what it was. But I was talking about something and hesitate hesitating about doing something you're like oh no well like that's not what this podcast is this is this is this podcast where we don't know what we're talking about right? <laughs> I was like yeah okay I, I can do that like I had to give up the idea of being an expert which was very challenging for me for you know like being in in academia and being a working in education and you know teaching and all that kind of stuff where you always you, you have to embody authority and with this I like I can't do it I don't have the authority I, I could pretend I think I think I could pretend and get pretty far actually <laughs> because so much of so much of embodying authority that I've learned, you know, now since being in academia is like just posturing. So I think I could pretend to be an authority um but then I would yeah, and then eventually, you know, just like reach a hard limit <laughs> as soon as I especially if, if like someone who actually knows more, you know, like and like oh, that's not true. <laughs> but, you know, I just had to give up that idea and like it was very liberating for me. I'm just like out here you know, publicly talking about something that I don't, that I'm not an expert on, you know, yeah. um, I only have my personal experience to, to, to help me with it. And um, so it's funny that you say, like, I have all these ideas, because I think of myself as like, oh, I just like, I don't, I know, the people who actually have ideas, at least on this particular subject, and I know that it's not me. I mean, I have my, I have my own, my own interpretations and perspective and experiences and stuff, but I don't have like, the expertise. I think this is one of the most vulnerable things I've ever done. Me too. Yeah. Like I've had a really good time doing it. I'm really, I have no regrets about doing it. But when I, you know, when I tell people like, oh yeah, I, you know, like the whole premise of the podcast, when I tell people about it, mm -hmm. it's just like, oh, I'm as baffled as you are. I don't know why I'm doing it, <laughs> but I'm doing it and it's fun. So leave yeah. me alone. Like, it's, yeah. I, you know, like I, I end up in this like defensive place. Yeah. Um, because it is so vulnerable. Yeah. And like sharing stories about my family. I mean, like, you know, I, I'm very private. And this is yeah. like one of the least, like most personally invasive things that I've ever done to my family. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that you actively chose. Right. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's what surprised you that you chose to do this at all. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like talking about myself. Do you have, have you had any poetry moments in the time that we've been doing the podcast? What is a poetry moment? I don't know. No. <laughs> I don't, what is that? I don't know what I mean. I've had a few poetry okay. moments. Okay? okay. I've shared some poetry with someone. I Okay. I shared keeping things whole with someone, not the episode, but I, I, I shared keeping things whole with someone who um who liked it so much that he used it in his class to talk Whoa. about yeah to talk about Sartre's theory of the self um I I can't say his name correctly I didn't take French but you know close. the one you know yeah. the one Jean Paul um, 
that's that's the one. Sartre. I think that's what it would be. No, no one say anything to me about my French accent. And um, so that was like that was like a fun moment for me because um, this this poem that I love, you know, I got to share it and then see it come to life in this other way besides like the podcast. And I would, you know, it wouldn't have necessarily been on my mind if we hadn't been doing the podcast. And then it started like a whole back and forth where we were sending each other poetry and stuff. So I started a separate poetry relationship with someone. Whoa. Yeah. That's so cool. It is cool. And so I'm just sharing poems back and forth. Wow. That's my poetry moment. I haven't had any of those. Well, I guess my, uh, like the, the guy that I met here in Sausalito who like wrote his poem, Gerald, mm-hmm. I would mm-hmm. never have done that. I would never have like sat down and talked to a stranger asked yeah. him to write me a poem and pay him 10 bucks for it you know like <laughs> you had a poetry moment with this guy oh i have a i have a question for you mm-hmm. um is there anything you would do differently anything i would do differently um okay so there's like the like you know pragmatic stuff like i would do the bios first you know like have that ready before we record but apart from that but everything i would do differently is like like it's like administrative there's nothing else i would do differently I really like the way we approached it and I, I don't, I wouldn't change anything about that. I feel like now we have a system and like at the beginning it was kind of like we were building the ship as we were sailing. Yeah. Is that the idiom? I don't know, but I like it. Yeah. So like maybe started off a little rocky, but even the rockiness, I feel like it felt organic and nice. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Like at the beginning of the Adrian Rich bio, at first I'd written something like, you know, it might not be clear, but I don't know anything about Adrian Rich or most of these poets. And I was like, just take that out, you know, like <laughs> tell people what they need to know about Adrian Rich. I agree. I mean, I think, yeah, there's a, there's nothing that I would change, I guess, because yeah, like we just wouldn't have known to do certain things. I mean, I, I guess like I would change a lot of the hand wringing I have around like doing a podcast at all. Like you were saying, like when you share and you get like automatically defensive i say it with like a little bit of shame of just like i'm sorry i started a podcast you know um i would maybe like for that to go away eventually but i wouldn't necessarily change it i think i think it's better to start with some humility i agree you know because we truly have no idea what we're doing we have no idea what we're doing but then also like you know it's very uncomfortable to think that like you're interesting enough to share your thoughts you know um and I, so, you know, like, so. Yeah. Just, like, I, I, I have come to terms with that. Like, I don't think that, like, I'm so interesting that I need to have a podcast. You know, like, I, I do not believe that about myself. Yeah. But I've come to the point where I'm like, well, yeah, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I'm just going to do it. Like. Like, I would love to have listeners. I would love to have people get something out of this. But if not, like, I don't, know, I don't care. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think um, this is prime. This is like first and foremost a way for me to like spend time with you. And then if something else comes out of it, that would be gravy. Yeah. You know? But it's and not we have. The... We've got we've got listeners. We've got listeners. Well, then. This was the last episode of Poetry of the season. Oh my last god, you scared me. <laughs> like, am I being murdered? <laughs> Not yet. And if anyone 
Um, I think we'll have enough time in between seasons that if people want us to talk about particular poems, they can just email us. Yeah. I would love to do that. Yeah. Do we want to say when the next season is going to be or do we not want to? Let's never say. Let's never say. Okay. Because that would be my Because I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to put ourselves in a corner. Well, then that was this season of Poetry. Up top. Join us next season where we'll be talking about who knows what. More stuff. More poems. We'll be trying even harder than before. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) okay. Okay. I love you. Bye. Love you. Bye.